Hello. Hi. Welcome to The Gripe. The Grizzle. I'm Kai. And this is Allison. And we are here to bring some sunshine into your day. Um, it's been sunny in Seattle. It has been. It's and been sunny but really cold. It has been very brisk. Yes. Does yes, it yes. put a little pep in your step? Or do you Oh, 100%. But you don't even mind the gloom. I don't mind it. I mean, but it's just kind of what I'm used to, you know? Yeah. I think that people that travel here from different places, they feel it way more than I do. Yeah. The difference. I know I've talked about this before, but I don't mind the fall. I don't mind the winter. What I do not like here is Seattle spring because it's too cold for me to be considered spring. Oh, yeah. It takes a while for it to warm up. I hear that. So, um... Did you notice last... Was it last week when it hailed? Oh, I don't think I noticed that. Yeah, I was in my car. I think I was driving home from recording. Mm. And, uh, a hailstorm. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we never get this. Um, no, we... And I do miss thunderstorms and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I enjoy... But we've had a lot of wind this year. It's been crazy windy. Okay. And, uh... In November, I think we got 17 inches of rain. Oh, wow. In, the, in one month. Is that bad? Is that good? The normal is eight. Oh. We more than doubled it. See, I See, I don't... How do you know these things? I never pay attention to, because like, numbers, Because I watch the news. Because okay. I watch the evening news every night. And, but why do you retain that information? Maybe because I'm a numbers person. Maybe you are. I like numbers. <laughs> you can, numbers don't lie. And you know I don't like any hoe that lies to yeah. me. <laughs> You love a nice, clean number situation. I do. That's nice. That's lovely. Um, how is the week? How are things going? What's on your mind? Um, we could have a whole other gripe sesh about just, like, getting older. Mm. Should we just table that? I mean, <laughs> you feel like you're getting older. I don't like it. I don't like feeling... So, I'm uh, gripe listeners, I'm 41... A fresh 41. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I don't ever want to be, and maybe, I don't, tell me if you feel this way as a man. I feel, as a woman, I'm worried that one day I'm just going to be, like, invisible. Oh. Have you ever felt that way? Um, you know, not to get too deep into it, I feel like that happens uh, very much in the gay community. Where people, like older people, feel more invisible quicker um, men, generally speaking. You know what I mean? Because you're not, they're, you're not that, that young, sexy twink anymore, yeah. you know? And so there is, like, this sort of currency on staying virile and sexy and, like, you know? So if you're older and like that, then, you know, you're still viable. But if you're not, then uh, I had conversations with people that, like, oh, yeah, I know, I'm invisible now. You know, in a really resentful tone. It's like, okay. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't want to feel invisible. To who, though? I like to be noticed. By who, though? Everybody. <laughs> Jeez, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Maybe blow, Joe Blow on the street. Correct. Okay. Amundo. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. 
it's um I like to be noticed by men. I like to be noticed by women. I like I just like to be noticed <laughs> by everyone. I don't want to see. And this is that slippery slope. This is that double black diamond slope. <laughs> Which is what? Because when that's when people start messing with themselves. Oh, I see. To like, and then you get noticed for the wrong the wrong reasons. Yes. So how do you find that aging gracefully? You're at, you're at, acting like I've done it. Oh, I <laughs> no, um, I'm just trying to get off the floor without hurting myself. <laughs> oh my gosh, so silly. I mean, my whole thing with the aging is I feel a little more achy in my feet mm-hmm. and a little bit more in my knees, you know. And maybe I shouldn't ju- jump. Maybe I shouldn't do that dance move in class. Okay, tell me when was the last time you jumped? I mean, it's been a minute. <laughs> Who jumps normally? Like, I was taking, like, self-timed pictures at the beach, jumping in the air. In Guys, the, in the you all know that this man is full of shit right now. <laughs> a, A of all, Kai at the beach. <laughs> Clocked. B, B of all, Kai jumping with a self-time. Clocked. <laughs> <sighs> but that's I get it no. yeah. um, it's, it is a fear but I think it's a little bit of an irrational fear well, who said anything about being rational and no one said I, I just had to call it out <laughs> had to name it <laughs> how's your week going um, the week has been interesting with tell me more the news I kind of want to talk to you about um, anti-work do you know this anti-work business mm-mm so anti-work is uh, a movement that started on good old Reddit. Of course. Um, and basically the, the, the group is about people sharing their experiences on why they got fired, or no, not fired, but fired or they quit, or why corporate America is terrible. Right. For example, they would share like screenshots of a manager um, texting them on a Saturday at nine in the morning, saying, "Hey, I need to come in right now." Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, well, no, you gave me, it's my day off. Um, like, yeah, but someone didn't come in, so you need to cover for them. And they're like, "I can't. I have obligations." Right. And so there's like this back and forth, and the manager, the boss, is relentless, and then. The employee eventually says, "Like, okay, well, this consider this my notice when I quit." And then the manager, will be like, "Hey, don't, don't jump to any anything rash." Don't do anything rash. Yeah, yeah. And so there's a ton of these things, right? And and I think that anti-work is a misnomer. No one's anti-work. People are just anti being treated like shit Correct. in the workforce, right? And I think, I mean, there's going to be a vast array of opinions about that. But what from what I gather, it's about people want like they want to be respected and mm-hmm. be treated with, with dignity, which is totally fucking fair. Fair. And this group um, just kind of shot up with popularity, and they had like one point four million people in this group sharing experiences, and um, and it kind of caught the attention of everybody, right? Including Fox News. Oh gosh! Who asked to do an interview with with uh, anyone for, like a moderator from the subreddit? And so, what from what I understand, everyone agreed that they weren't going to talk to Fox News, but someone did. 
and so they went on the news and they were just a poor representation of this group like they're on this like crappy you know uh, computer camera their bed isn't made behind them they didn't they needed to like comb their hair <laughs> and there's like their eyes are dar- darting around and they just could not explain what the group was okay. in an articulate way um, and it was it was very embarrassing for the group right and um, I would say that the Fox correspondent like was really nice to this person I'm gonna have to look this clip up yeah I mean it's 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 out there so if I just google anti-work uh-huh okay. on YouTube yeah um, and so the interview gets finished and the group goes private so no one can see what's happening and they're just embarrassed into this man or woman it was it's yes it's a it's a vague okay um but it was just an embarrassing situation and not representative of the group at all and so it kind of derailed what the group was trying to do and like the good stuff that they were doing um so who knows what's next but i think that I don't know. It was a very strange situation that uh, people should look into because um, there is value in what they're saying in terms of you can't treat employees like shit. You know, like you, people aren't disposable. And if you think that's that your employees are disposable, then you're probably the problem. Correct. You know. Yeah. So um, yeah, anti-work is is good. It's a misnomer, but. Uh, they got, they're got they getting closed down, probably. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. The news. <laughs> that is the news. Okay, so you and I have a mutual friend that you introduced me to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her name is Shayna. Oh, hi, Shayna. She listens to this. Yeah, so, so she listened to our first remix, right? Okay. And she wanted to send me, because she and I are now closer than you guys are. You better stop with that. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> because we're just Instagram friends. I love it. Um, she sent us a question. Okay. Following up on uh, one of the things I mentioned on okay. our first remix. And I'm going to play. I have an audio clip. Okay. Hey, girl. So I've been meaning to ask you. I listened to the gripe episode. Um, the first one that came out after a while. As you know, I'm a gripe fan. Um, and I heard you mention that you are a diehard fan of um the daily mm-hmm. and i wanted to talk to you about that because i was so gung-ho about the daily for the longest time told everybody listen to it every single day for my news until the episode where it was a few months back and they decided to investigate like um uh police-based deaths and why so many of them are black people which was like it was like i guess they forgot racism existed and the way they analyzed it was like so irresponsible and terrible and like had so many oversights that i have not listened since and i was Mm. wondering if you heard that episode okay so jeez i know jules um so yeah so i was i uh i went back well and i was chatting with shana um via direct messenger a little bit more and I was like that's not ringing a bell um can you so she tweeted at Michael Barbaro and so Mm -hmm. she showed me the tweet 
And um, and she was like, maybe this will help you find the date. And mm. it did. Mm-mm. So um, I went back and I listened to it this morning, actually. Because um, I had, it looks like I had started it and then uh, didn't finish it. So um, the only thing that I can say in quote unquote defense. Well, let me say like what yeah, we set this her up. Her gripe is yeah. So Shana's gripe is, um, I'm literally boycotting the podcast right now, but I miss it at the same time. So she tweeted Michael Barbaro, who is the host. After this was said in the Daily. We also talked to a former police officer and criminologist who's African-American, and he said he thought that traffic stops were a kind of special problem for racial bias. As he put it, police think traffic stops are dangerous. Police think black people are dangerous, and the combination is volatile. So Shana's gripe is, um, this is what she tweeted, abandoning Mikey Barb's The Daily Podcast after this week. They really took the long way home investigating why so many police traffic stops turn violent. 23 minutes later, quote unquote, cops feel traffic stops and black people are dangerous without once interrogating why. How the fuck was that news? And then Mikey Barbaro didn't tweet her back. So she's, he's dead to her. Um, so, okay, yeah. So I listened to it the today and I listened to it with ears, you know, where, I, where I'm listening for this and I heard that specific line that was referenced um and I guess the only thing I have to say is this podcast wasn't specifically about why so many traffic stops go wrong with specifically black people it was like an overarching why do so many traffic stops go wrong and that's what they focused on Mm -hmm. um I think that one sentence it does come out of left field because it's like police think traffic stops are dangerous police think black people are dangerous and that was like the only time they had even mentioned black people throughout Uh, the whole podcast yeah so So, it it puts a a bigger focus on because it's the only time it's mentioned yeah but at the same time i also feel like when you're talking about you know criminal justice you can't divorce um, race from the conversation. Oh, it is inherently yeah. racial, you know, and so um, I think maybe that is a, a Shana's point. I could be wrong. I don't know, but I don't think that you can divorce race from the amount of traffic stops that that happen and the and the disproportionate amount of of black people that are stopped. Sure. Uh, versus Asian, versus white, versus yeah. Hispanic. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh, 100%. And I just want to bring to the forefront, like, A, the fact that Shana and I were hearing this in completely different headspaces. Mm. You know what I mean? Just because of who we are and our backgrounds yeah. and what we identify as, whatever. Like, if I, I, if I get pulled over, I, am I worried that I'm going to get manhandled mm-hmm. or shot? No, mm-hmm. I'm just not. Like, yeah. as a white female, that's not something that um, that I worry about. Sure. And so, um, that's all I got. Yeah. It was interesting, though. Um, it, didn't he get into trouble, too, Michael B., with yeah, the girlfriend he situation? Like, he was talking shit about something, wasn't he? I don't know. Something about... 
I shouldn't even bring this up because I don't have any facts. But that's what we like. Girlfriend. We like news without facts. Let's wouldn't call this gossip because that's not <laughs> journalism, obviously at all. But like some, he, she's a journalist. I think she was on the podcast and people were questioning sort of her authenticity or her credentials or something like that. And then so he reached out and like tried to put a stop to it, which in journalism is like, it's a taboo. Mm. And it's, he had to go back and like apologize and he almost got canceled for it. Um, I, this could be completely wrong. So take this with a heaping teaspoon of salt. Yeah. <laughs> a heaping. Not heaping. Just, not just a grain. Um, but, but Shane, thank you so Shana, much for that question. Thank you for I appreciate it so much. And I love that you just really dug in on Mikey B. Just yeah. went after him. I'm glad she did. Yeah, definitely. Me too. <laughs> um, so what is the main feast today? What are we talking about today? So last week I brought it up because I was just feeling a flutter. Mm-hmm. I was feeling a type of way, as they say. <laughs> Do we hate that word or phrase? Feeling a type of way? I mean, I have feelings about about just words in general that are popular and new, that are trying to make their way into the vernacular. You know, maybe that we need to give a them a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mentioned it last week about how uh, a student that I like came up and gave me some feedback about which way is my left and which way is my right. (laughs) And I got a little bit snappy with that person. And so that made us think, hmm, should we talk about gripes that we have while we're both instructing and or taking a class? Mm -hmm. Um, And we're like, yeah, let's let's do that. Teaching gripes. Teaching gripes. And I will say that that person came back this week. Oh, I was not. worried. I was like, oh, what Because, like, I can be... S- I'm a Scorpio. Like, I can just cut a bitch down to the quick. Ew. I can. I can hurt your feelings real fast. <laughs> and I was like, shit, what if I, like, lost a student? But I did, and they came back. Um, and then just to clarify, I have taught dance before. I now teach yoga. It's my my job. It's what I love to do. And Allison. Oh yeah, I so I met Kai in the yoga world. Yes. And I have taught yoga and now I teach bar. Great. Up in Edmonds. So I, don't why I, I don't know why I felt the need <laughs> to, to say Edmonds. To specify. <laughs> um why don't you start? I'm really going to take that G's to the next level and we're going to be annoyed by it. So I just, the way I kind of framed this this is I wanted to talk about all the things that I'm thinking about when I'm teaching. Okay. All right. So I'm going to say, I'm going to go on a limb and say it's a lot. Just a little bit. So um, thoughts running through my head while I'm teaching. Is the music too loud? Is the music not loud enough? Where are we at in this song? And I, am I even on both sides of the exercise? Mm. So, like, if we've done the, the right, right side. side, like, for a certain amount of reps, have I done the same on the left side? Okay. Um, what's coming next? Um, are the students connecting with this posture? Does it feel hard? Does it feel too hard? Does, it, does everybody look like they're in the right posture that I'm trying to teach them walk them through. Oh my god, shut up. Right? That is a lot, a lot. of noise. It's a lot going on. <laughs> yes. And so, 
did I explain it right? Can I explain it better? Is there anything that I would do? Like for par example, on Monday, I taught a class and I was like, you know what? This posture that I'm teaching right now would be a lot better with a band. So that's, a, that's a tool. Like, I'll use, yeah. like a prop. Okay. And so when I taught that class the next day, because I usually I'll do one sequence and then I'll teach it throughout that same week. Yeah. So then I tweaked it. The next time I taught it, I taught it with a band. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It was better and it was harder. Great. Um, so these are all the things I'm thinking about. So my gripe is please don't yell out and correct me while I'm teaching because I have 15 things going on in the back of my head and guess what I'm still managing to teach y'all a really great class okay so how often do you think that happens would you say it happens to when someone yells out something and what are they yelling out to they're yelling out to me like what are they yelling out yeah what are they yelling out um we just did the no, you're wrong bitch <laughs> <laughs> that's not correct <laughs> I've had people well a couple if I say like uh, I don't know drop your shoulders but instead I say drop your neck I mean that's not what oh, it, you yeah, know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah, I see. they'll be like it's your shoulders oh. like that thing oh my god no that's so they're pretending that they don't know what you're talking about correct yeah okay it's, so let me just test these waters out test do you think that it is a function of the type of person you are teaching? Is it specific to your clientele that feels like they have the the right to do this? Well, see, that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, is it because I am very casual, mm-hmm. right? I don't carry myself around with a lot of gravitas. Okay. So maybe they think that since I'm so jokey Mm-mm. and like funny, that they can just throw out things at me. And do you think that they're doing it in a funny way, or are they they're being? Not, no, they're trying to be corrective. They're not doing it in a mean way. They're not. I don't think it then just gets I, on my nerves. And I need more clarity, like why they're doing it. Then. it well, yeah, we need to ask them. <laughs> <laughs> are they trying to be right? I'm so confused as to the why. It would never occur to me to like correct someone in like a group no. atmosphere. Like and that. it's always with the people that are in the front of the class. Oh God. <laughs> um, and I've had, this This hasn't happened in bar, but I have had students at uh, Core Power tell me that my music was too loud. Yeah, I get that every once in a while. It'll be like, they'll be pulling on their earlobe or like, Tapping at their ear, being like, or like pushing like, their ears in, like, oh my god, again here. I don't care. Jeez. <laughs> okay, I just need to interrupt and say that Kai and I are really on this. He started it, <laughs> so he started it, and I copied him. Say it. Jeez. <laughs> and so you're probably gonna hear that <clears throat> ad nauseum. <laughs> Kai always gives me like the best words. My new one that I've stolen from him is Gorgina. <laughs> um, okay. My first one. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I have seen this happen many times during my long life as a teacher, um, mostly in the yoga world, um, where a yoga teacher is um, giving sort of 
medical advice. Oh, Lord, have mercy in the morning. And it's just so gross. Um, And a lot of it, it's... I think that that they have enough self-awareness to not say, do this, don't do that. They're not saying that explicitly. But what they are saying is... um, yeah, I stopped seeing my therapist and I'm only doing yoga now. Mm. Or they'll say things like, oh, I stopped taking that medication and I'm just doing yoga now. And I think that is a very slippery slope. Oh my God, it's a double white diamond. Yeah. You know? Because <laughs> um, I, I feel like they're smart enough to not say, uh, don't take those pills. But what they're saying is like, this is what I do. But then th- th- it's sort of that... that um, it's an ellipse, like dot, dot, dot. You fill in the blanks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that's kind of irresponsible to do. Yes. You know? So, yeah. Um, because, guys, let me tell you that to become a certified yoga teacher, you just need uh, 200 hours of yoga teacher training. And it doesn't. you don't have to do it well, either. Yeah. I mean, you literally pay your money... You take this training and then you're done. You don't graduate. There's no like you failed. Right. You know? So I don't think that that really necessarily qualifies you. No. And, you know, most programs out there are, you know, 200 hour programs, which means you've put in 200 hours of quote unquote work. And then that could lead you to get a certificate that says you finish this thing and start teaching yoga, right? I think there are really good programs out there yes, that um, that expose you exposes you to like the wholeness of yoga, um, but it's all introductory stuff, and you have the choice to go more in depth if you want to. And I think people should do that if they're wanting to be serious teachers. But to finish like just a two hundred hour program, and then like you get a following, and like they trust you. That's the the sort of the the rub here is that they trust you mm-hmm. and then when you're like sort of you know espousing this is what I this is what, what I do for mental health and this is what I don't I don't take medication anymore da 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 like that that is dangerous um, and you need to look at that yeah right yes yeah okay this is a total aside but um, in another life before I knew you mm-hmm. I worked at Lululemon. Mm-hmm. And Lululemon had its own like culture of language and feedback and goal. I mean, it was personal self-development. It was yeah. this whole thing. I don't know what it is now because I left there 10 years ago. Mm. It seems crazy. Um, but I had somebody say to me that um, Lululemon, like working at Lululemon saved them. They got off their meds when they started working at Lululemon. <gasps> I know. Listen to that inhale. That sounds toxic as fuck. Oh my gosh, talk about freaking toxic positivity. Are you kidding me? Like, we were not allowed to have problems Uh, at Lululemon. Yeah. Because if we had problems, we were just looking at it in the wrong way. Jeez Louise. Yeah. That was, like, some crazy... I don't know what the culture is like now. If you work at Lululemon, like, let a girl know. (laughs) Totally. It might have changed. But that was, was like, the old school Lulu when there were only, like, 30 stores. Mm-hmm. And so, and Chip Wilson was still the yeah. CEO, and we were all, like, heavy in the landmark and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Same with, with that other place I worked at. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's important to say that 
if you are like an instructor of some sort with like some kind of following where you have people that trust you, you have to be okay with saying, I don't know. Yeah. Because they will ask you, hey, what do you think's happening with my lower back? Or what do you think's happening with my knee? Da, da, da. You know, if you're like a doctor and yoga's your side gig, then maybe <laughs> you might be qualified to say that, to say something about it, right? Mm-hmm. But like, it, it, barring any other situation, it's okay to say, I don't know, and to, to have them go to someone else because you're not everything to everyone. Yeah. After class, when students come up to me and they say, I have a question, mm-hmm. I'm, like internally, <laughs> I get a little scared. And it's always like, it hurts when I do this. What modification can I do? And if I can give them an answer, I give them an answer. I can't really say I've said, I don't know. I don't know if I have. Mm-hmm. But it's always going to be some form of, don't do it. Don't do it if it hurts. <laughs> and that is the perfect answer to give. If Oh, it hurts when you bend your knee like that? Don't bend your knee like that. That's totally fair to say. I know. And if you don't know anything else to say, just say, Shaka Khan. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> and walk away exactly with a wink over your shoulder leave them a little bit confused and then just walk away um <laughs> this is gonna sound so snotty so I am not like a hands on adjust person okay I don't really think you are either no one should be in this climate right now okay besides that <laughs> like I don't cause I haven't actually taken your class since Coco started. Yeah. Um, I love touching people. Really? I do. I don't do that often. because you're lying. No, no, no. I, I do. I think I'm good at it, too. <laughs> now we're diving, we're diving into another realm. But, okay, so this doesn't happen at bar. This has literally never happened at bar. Mm-hmm. Only happened when I was teaching yoga. People would come up to me before class and be like, I just want you to know... I love hands-on mm-hmm, adjustments. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and, bitch, good for you. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Right. That's a gripe. I don't care. Uh-huh. <laughs> because I'm not going to... Let me go back to all the things I'm thinking about while I'm teaching. <laughs> I'm already multitasking. I can't think about what you want me to do to you in class. And then let me be like, oh, also, uh, take note, uh, Miranda really <laughs> likes hands-on yeah. adjustments. No! Exactly. Like, if I see you and you're doing something completely wonky doodles, I might come over and, like, yes. do a little tap or a little totally. straighten or a little... Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. But, like, am I going to, like, massage your neck and yeah. be like, daughter's <laughs> feel my healing powers enter you no I, I'm totally with that not today son yeah there's a lot of um, people that will let you know that they like to be corrected or adjusted and um, I'm like okay well I don't know if we're gonna do any of that today so but like Sorry. also to which I say take a private lesson <laughs> right Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you want, like, special hands-on attention, um, you should do that. And actually, at this yoga studio, it's funny that I'm thinking about this now. It's probably because I was chatting with a coworker about it earlier. At Yoga One in Charlotte, North Carolina, which is now gone and defunct, 
You could pay to have a teacher stand beside you in a group class. So it would be not the teacher <gasps> that was teaching. Oh, my God. That's hot. Another teacher. And they would adjust you in every posture. Their job is just adjust just you. Just to adjust. For the whole hour. Correct. Hour and a half, whatever it was. That's kind of awesome. That's kind of, like, right? I mean, you pay for the privilege. Correct. But that, then you should get. Then you I have totally your hands-on adjustments. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's kind of cute. Yeah. Was it, um, I'm wondering how much that cost. Do you remember? Well, it was. It was a good amount? 2008. Okay. So I don't remember. It, I think it was like the cost of a class. Like you took, oh, I see. You took a class, you paid that, and then paid for the, it was like two classes. Okay, got it. Yeah. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Nice little, little workaround. Yeah. Um, okay, this kind of goes back to saying the I don't know thing. Um, so I just think it's funny when I'm hearing, um, oh, you know, my lower back hurts, teacher, like, what's going on? And there's, like, just, like, a magic phrase that yoga teachers love to use when they don't know an answer. Oh, gosh. And it's, engage your core. Oh. (laughs) That's always true. But it's, but that's, like, the fix it for everything. I think so. It's not. If you're... (laughs) Lower back hurts. Maybe your boobs are too big, and you need no, to get a reduction. True. That's true. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe you're dumping into lower spine. Mm, true. It's not just engage your core. That's a, that's someone saying I don't know, and I don't want to tell you I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I would say seven out of ten times, it's true. Um, my foot hurts. Engage your core. Oh no, that's different from lower back. I thought you meant just lower back. No, I'm just saying like that happens quite frequently. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Um, my lower back was hurting today, and I was like, "Shit! If my lower back is hurting, I wonder how many people in my classes lower back uh, is hurting." Yeah, we must have done something wonky doodles. Oh, you have empathy for students. Oh, that's nobody's, so good. Nobody's ever like accused me of being empathetic. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, do you get a little bit, well, okay, let's talk, not talk about you now, Mm -hmm. but maybe like 15 years ago Mm -hmm. when another teacher came into your class, did you get a little like, oh, I I want to talk about this so bad. Get a little what? A little, a little jittery. Like, ooh, I got another teacher in my class. Like, they kind of know the flow and they know what this class is supposed to entail Mm -hmm. and they're going to be kind of taking the class, but are they also, like, taking notes of the class? No. You never felt never. that? Never. Kai. I never felt... I so annoying. <laughs> I know I would feel that way if, like, my my teacher came and took my class. Mm-hmm. She never has before, thank God. I would be nervous in that regard, you know. Um, but any other teacher, no, that's cool. I don't... I don't Feel one way or another about it, unless, unless you come up to me and tell me that you're a teacher before oh. class. See, I was gonna say I like it when people do that. Why do you treat them differently because because of that? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. See, that's my I like that. See, that is my point is as to why I don't like it. Because do you think that I'm gonna treat you worse or better? Because both of those are untrue. You're just another student, which is just fine. You're like on the same level as everyone else. Um, so I just don't understand someone's intention in telling me that they are a teacher. 
Well, I guess everybody's going to have different intentions, right? Like, um, par exemple, mm-hmm. last week I had another bar teacher from another studio come take my class. Okay. And I just know that from the grapevine. Mm-hmm. And she came in and she introduced herself because we had not met before. But she didn't introduce herself as another teacher. Okay. And I was like, I wonder why she left that part out. Because I'm like, I I think I would be like, I'm Allison. I teach at the Edmund Studio. Just to like, in my mind, it's not like, bitch, watch out. Like, I'm Allison from the Edmund Studio. It's like, I'm with you. Like, I, I'm here in a partnership. Okay. And also, I'm introducing myself because I work in another studio nearby. So it's the same company? Yeah. I think it's a little different. So imagine if it was someone from a competing or another student. Or just like, just that they were like another yoga teacher in Florida. Right. If they came and introduced them. Correct. Okay. Yeah. There's no relationship whatsoever. There's no connection. Okay. That is, that is. That's what I'm talking that's about. That's curious. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're in the same company, you know, then that makes a little more sense. And I'm less suspicious. I know you're sus of everything. <laughs> um, yeah, but like my sort of uh, suspicion comes out of people telling me that they're an instructor when I don't even know who they are. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like you're a stranger to me, period. Um, just like you're a brand new student walking in off the street. Um, so it doesn't make sense for you to tell me that you're an instructor. You know, you're getting the same amount of love as everyone else. You're not getting more. You're not getting less. Yeah. Unless you tell me you're an instructor. <laughs> and then they get none. Exactly. Then I'm going to make you work. <laughs> um, how about the, you have a teacher take your class. Okay. <clears throat> and let's say it's not just a random teacher from, you know, Ohio. It's mm-hmm. somebody from like your studio or. Somebody I know from before. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then afterwards they come up and they have feedback for you. Never happened. Never? Oh. I, d- I so doubt that. Guy. I can't think of one time when they didn't have, when they get, had critical feedback from me. Because I. No, I'm look. just over here rolling no, no. my eyes. I mean, so imagine if I went to LA, I went to Yoga Works, took a class, and then I went up to the teacher who I'd never met before. And it's like, hey, I've got some feedback for you. They don't fucking know who I am. You're like, and why would they care? I would never impose my, you know. But what about at the place where we worked before? Yes. Other teachers didn't come up after class and give you feedback on your class? I mean, I think that there was a culture of you're supposed to do that. Yeah. But I think that was, like, specific to that place, you know. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's kind of weird anyways. I don't even know if people still do that that much anymore. Yeah. Because I was going to say... Um, Unless you have a relationship with that person, like a solid relationship, mm-hmm. giving feedback on other people's classes is kind of wonky. Correct. Because then it's just taken not in a... It's just not taken in the way that it's that feedback should be given. Sure. Because you don't have a relationship. There's right. no trust built there. I mean, could you imagine? Because like, I'm a, vin- a vinyasa teacher. If I went to an Iyengar class where it's like slow and they hold poses and you'd like five poses in, in a class... And like my my feedback was, I think you should move more. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like it's like that they don't need that. They, yeah. They're not interested in what I, I'm gonna say. So, so can you see like how, now how like people 
but I have never given you feedback that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's my turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, this is coming from a place of being like a studio owner or manager. Mm-hmm. And I might have talked about this before, but it bears repeating. Um, people that are not prepared to audition after they approach me, we set things up. Mm-hmm. And then um, normally I'll send them, hey, this is what I want you to teach. I can't tell you how many times I've walked into the class with them. It's me and, it's me and them. And like, what should I teach you? I was like, um, I sent that to. And they have no idea what they're going to teach. And so they're kind of flying off the cuff and they're not prepared. And it's like, you've just wasted both of our times, you know? Mm-hmm. I hate that. Yeah. I mean, that's just a good metaphor for everything. Yeah. Being prepared for any type of interview. Yeah. But like, especially one that you have to take your time. Yes. You are not on a phone call. This is not a screen. Right. Yeah. That's annoying. Yeah, you're fired. <laughs> you're not even hired. <laughs> you're fired before you're hired. Um, I know that this has happened to you. Mm-hmm. Because you posted on Facebook. Oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> um, when somebody just... Jacks your shit. Steals <laughs> your moves. Uh-huh. Let's talk about that. So I'm going to venture to guess that it's happened to you. Yeah. At, by this time. Yes. So um, let, so let's put, put it out there that like you find out because you experienced the class or someone tells you about it. Correct. What is, what happens to your feelings? What's, what are you thinking once that happens? I just think, damn, I put a lot of work into my class mm-hmm. and that person just jacked it. Mm-hmm. They just took it because I, I like my classes to be unique. They have their own Allison flavor, mm-hmm. as I'm sure your classes have your Kai flavor. Yeah. And I think about them, you know. And the company that I work for, they do an excellent job of giving you templates. Mm. Like there's tons of things that you can take from. And sometimes I use them. A lot of times I don't. And I just come up with my own shit because yeah. I'm good. And then, all of a sudden, I see and, that. And, and, and you know that it's uniquely yours. It's not like, um, oh, it might have, like, it's so similar to everything else that it just got blended in with with all the other stuff that they, they're learning. Right. Like, right? it would be the fact of me teaching a move and then that move being... Uh, Somebody else thinking is just no. You act like you invented little lunge, bitch. Bitch, <laughs> about that cat lunge and that cow lunge. <laughs> but it's very specific. You're yeah. Saying. yeah, 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 yeah. That's what's the constant copyright, Allison shirts. <laughs> and I will say this: I think it, it it's things less when the person gives credit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've been in class where someone says, I got this from Kai. I was like, oh, that's nice. That's cute. Right? Mm-hmm. But I've also been in a situation where um, a person um, didn't know I was going to come to their class, and I did. Oh, my gosh. That is so embarrassing. And they got flustered when I said hello to them. And like, um, just so you know, 
you know, I was inspired by the thing that you did um, yesterday. So it's in class today. But I could tell that they weren't ready to... They jacked it. And they were embarrassed about it. Um, I think that if that's your reaction, you need to look at that, you know? Because it's not that, that big of a deal to be like, hey, I got, I got inspired by Kai. But because of the reaction felt a little bit weird and they closed off a little bit, I could tell something was amiss with that, Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um so then I wanted to examine why why like why do I care? Why does it bother me? Mm-hmm. And did I like to be Oh my. That was Debbie, everybody. <laughs> that was Debbie. Um We all just wanna be unique, right? Like, especially if you put time in and care into something. Right. And I guess here's my request, right? Because you can't copyright a movement. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that if you're going to jack somebody's somebody's movement, A, I like the giving credit. B, maybe just don't do it the next day. Let it let it live in you a little let bit. Let it marinate. Then make it your own. And then maybe do it like two or three weeks from now. Like write it down in your love <laughs> notebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then take it. But like the next day, come on, people. Because, like I said, I'm teaching that one sequence the whole week. So if you take it and we have the same students and then that person then comes back to my class, they've now bebopped all over this <laughs> in the same week. So you're thinking about the students now. Wow, that's so good of you. I'm such a good person. I'm a giver. I'm a giver to my students. Um, so speaking of students, um, one of my pet peeves, and this happens rarely it hasn't happened in years but there is um the student that is always a little bit extra okay okay um it's a student that will ask can you turn the heat up <laughs> can my friend take this class for free oh my gosh yes oh if they can't take class for free can you just take it off my own my package and we don't do that you know um can, I know that my classes are expired, but can you give me an extension? It's like always like there's there's not satisfied. There's like one more thing that they need, one more extra thing that they're not happy about. Um, and like individually, these things would be fine. If like this is one person with a one-off request, mm-hmm. I think I'm way reasonable. But when it's come from the same person, then you're getting on my nerves. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna fire you as a. I was gonna say, client. can you fire a student? Oh hell yeah. For any reason. I feel like you have. And we don't need to get into this. Yeah. But if this rings true to me. Um, I mean, obviously, like if you catch some stealing and shit. Yeah. Fired. 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 F and fired. Gone. Here's my gripe. <clears throat> Are you done? Yeah. Okay. As a student, mm-hmm. if I have a, a teacher that I like. Okay. I, or, or maybe it's not even like a teacher that I like. It's just, I want to take a class and this person teaches in the time slot that I can go to. Okay. And so I'm going to this person's class. Okay. And they don't change their playlist mm. from week to week to okay. week to week. Yeah. Or, or mm-hmm. they don't change their sequence. Okay. Why, why are you here? Mm-hmm. Why, why are you doing this? Yeah. Because you're not inspired. Mm-hmm. Like we just said, there is a plethora of moves <laughs> and music yeah. <laughs> that you can change it up. Now, like I said, I don't change up my class every single I teach four classes a week. I don't change it up from class to class. Mm-hmm. 
and my, I've trained my students. You know, if you come to Allison's class twice in a week, you're going to get the same class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I change it the next week. <laughs> Give me that same respect. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, an argument could be made for, like, if you, if you, um, practice like Ashtanga or Baptiste Bikram where where it's the exact same sequence every week like yeah you can get something from that class from every class you take Um, but I understand your point of view with that you know Mm. and the other point you know argument is like well it's not about the sequence it's not about the music but it it adds to it it is to me I um I'm I'm the same way I change my sequence I take my sequence every week, and I change my playlist every two weeks. Yeah. It's a lot of energy, a lot of time, mm-hmm. so I can't commit every week to that freshness. I know, but <clears throat> even, like, okay, how many playlists do you have now? A ton. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Will I go back and yes. play? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have exactly. so many to go back and choose from. Yeah, I mean, I can think of, like, the teachers um, that I know who play the same music and that gets annoying because it's because then I'm thinking about oh, I, you play the song every time mm-hmm. in Shavasana and it's grating on my nerves you know yeah. so I totally feel that pain <laughs> um and then there's some teachers that just that say that music doesn't matter to them and that's just hard for me to to connect with mm-hmm. Because music matters a lot to me. Yeah. I mean, I think it... Like, I have a teacher that I haven't practiced with forever, but, you know, she is old school, no music. And I that was fine. That was good for me because I was so engaged in the way that she taught that I didn't really miss any music, you know? Yeah, So for sure. The first yoga studio I went to was no music. Yeah. Yeah, because Baptiste... And I'm sure, like, you didn't music. care back then. Because I didn't know any different. Yeah. And then the music came, like, hey, I like this. Mm-hmm. That's a nice little twist up. Yeah. Okay. Um, here's one. Students that never do your class. <laughs> They're in class but they're doing something else. Okay, and I'm gonna get a little specific here. Okay. Anonymous, but specific. Okay. There is a teacher here in Seattle mm-hmm. that notoriously will never do your class. He'll come, excuse me. Excuse me, I didn't know. I must have slept. He'll come to your class, but then we'll just do a hands-hand practice the entire time. It's like, why are you here? Why are you why here? Why are you here? You, well, you paid. Your money, I get that, but like, just save it and like practice at home. Yeah, you know. Um, and I'm not talking about like modifying because you're, you know, you have an injury or that you're just not feeling as open or strong or whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. This is like completely different. You know, we're in triangle pose and you're in a handstand <laughs> with your legs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just don't understand that. Um, But does that happen in bar ever? No. I mean, I remember 
last year I had a pregnant gal and she, she would do her own thing for certain but then there's, like, a, yes, there's a purpose yeah. do your own thing oh, yeah of course totally totally um but no generally yeah no <laughs> I think that's definitely more of a yoga thing because mm-hmm. I had that happen a lot more when I was doing yoga than doing bar yeah <laughs> um my last <coughs> my last one isn't even a gripe it's just something that I want to tell people. It's that people come up to me before class and they'll, they'll um, it's like they want to qualify themselves. I can't do this because? I haven't worked out in so long. Uh-huh. Or um, I'm so out of shape. Mm-hmm. Or, and I'm like, uh, what else? You haven't worked out in a while. Yeah, you're out of shape. Um, I don't know. That's like lo- the last thing I'm looking at. I'm just happy that people are signed up and, and coming. Yeah. If the fact that you can't do all of the movements 100% or you get tired. No one's thinking about that. No. Yeah. Literally yeah. no one is thinking about that. Right. Now, conversely, if you have an injury and you can't lift your arm up over your shoulder, I do want to know about that. Mm-hmm. Or you can't be weight bearing on your wrist. These are all things that I would like to know. Mm-hmm. But if you're just feeling not good in your body and you're feeling a little bit nervous about coming, you don't need to come up and be like, I'm so out of shape. Mm -hmm. You could actually just be like, I'm really nervous to be here because that's what that is, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And then that could like make you feel super warm and welcome with a little joke Mm -hmm. because that's what I like to do. (laughs) I just want to put that out there to the universe. Um, Okay, my last one. I get that we have to live in the world as it is. Okay. okay. And then remember, I don't know if you remember this, but there was like a time when people kept trying to bring their their smartphones mm-hmm. into class. Mm-hmm. And then that, I don't know, so that kind of stopped for the most part. And then fucking watch. <laughs> fucking watch. Don't look at your fucking I just, watch. I just lost my head. Every second. What are you doing? What if, what if they're looking at their heart rate? And then what? You're going to do extra chaturangas to like it's, get your goal? Maybe they're data-driven people and they just want to know, okay? No. Do that shit afterwards. Stop looking at your fucking watch. Why does it bother you so much? It's because they're, they're doing yoga wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's to be present and in the moment and you're looking at your watch, you're kind of not doing it. It drives me crazy. So you think that... Do you take it as they're bored? Mm, I don't know what's going on. I just know that it bothers me. I also think that this is like seeing, you know, maybe 10 years ago, phones in the movie theater where I it would just drive me crazy. Get that bright light. I hate it. And now I, I don't care. It's, I'm so neutral to it now. Like, I'm so desensitized to it. Maybe that's going to happen with people looking at their fucking watches. Oh my God. Who knows? I don't... We need to rewind this and be like... Kai hasn't said watch. He said fucking watch. (laughs) (laughs) And things like, I know I can't ask people to not wear their watch because they want to see the data. And I get that. But can I ask you to not look at it every fucking five minutes? (laughs) He's he's mad. (laughs) Oh my gosh, this one has really struck a nerve with you. It is is probably my biggest trigger than anything else. Trigger. Than anything else. Trigger. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, when I see people looking at their watch, it does cross my mind, like, 
Are they bored? Do they want to know what time it is? Like, because the first thing that I'm thinking of is like, oh, they want to know what time it is. Like, when can they get out of here? Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'm like, oh, maybe they're looking at their heart rate. But then I'm like, oh, maybe they're looking at a message. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, it does not trigger me as much as it triggers you, my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I will say our classes are different. Yours are more like present and methodical and mine are like be bopping. Uh, I mean, the point of it is to, like, be able to be quiet and be still for a sustained amount of time, right? Mm-hmm. And if you can't do that because your watch is on your wrist, we got we got some problems. That's true. Yeah. So, examine that, people. <laughs> the doctor is <laughs> in. <laughs> Phew. We got a lot. Got a lot to say, honey. We did today. Today went fast. <laughs> All right, my friends. Hey, thanks for hanging out. Hey, thank you for that listener feedback, Shayna. I'm yes. so into it. If you have questions and you want to, you know, send them our way, um, hit us. us. Yeah. Or just DM us on, on the Instagram because <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what Shayna did. And if you are friends with Kai but you really want to be friends with me more, you could also <laughs> DM me. <laughs> now we're in a fight. And with that, <gasps> bye. bye. <laughs>